taking it out of your element of always, once again, you need to come home to see me. Mm. And you going saying, hey, you know what? I want to come see you where you are in at your, your home, in your environment. Yeah. And that's a great way to stay connected because unfortunately, I this is just a belief I have. Most children are going to be one way when they come home. Mm-hmm. and another way in their environment. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to be fully connected, you need to get some of all of that. Welcome back to the Naked Proverbs podcast, where we unclothe the truth about black love, family, and marriage. My name is Nick Scott, one of your hosts, and I'm here with my husband. What's going on? It's your boy, Rich. And today we're going to talk about seven ways you can stay connected to your children. Right at the start of every episode, we always remind you that we are not trained, licensed, or professional therapists or counselors. We've been married for quite a while, and Naked Proverbs is our platform to share our experience, our advice, our stories, and as always, our opinions. If you haven't already, make sure that you're following the Naked Proverbs on whatever podcasting platform you listen on. And if you like what you hear, stop by iTunes and show us your love and support and leave us a five-star review. As always, we want to take a moment at the very beginning of our episode and say thank you to all of our listeners. We truly appreciate you tuning in. Thank y'all. Well, looks like we're about to all be locked back down again. Yes, we are. And we kind of have a president elect. We kind of (laughs) don't. I mean, what is going on? What's going on? Well, in our lives, we had our oldest child successfully complete her very first semester of college. Yay! Yay! So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Nothing really exciting is going on. I hope that everybody is practicing social distancing and continuing to live as if we are still in a pandemic, washing your hands, wearing your mask. And I would say on that note, Even because I've realized every state is different Mm -hmm. and depending on who was running your state, the Democrats, the Republicans, you know, and this isn't to get political, but it does seem to be there's a huge difference. So I would just say, don't let that be what determines how you handle the pandemic. You handle it with wisdom and do your own research and decide how you want to protect your family, because as I am recording this. I am actually preparing to go take care of like 10 family members that have been diagnosed with COVID because in their state, which is nothing like Colorado, they weren't wearing masks. They were having parties, birthday parties, church. They was headed to church. I mean, they were just living life as if there wasn't a pandemic. So understand that even if your state is living that way, you don't have to like you can make some choices to make sure that you are protecting yourself and your family. And listen, we know that the masks are uncomfortable. We know that it can hinder your breathing. We know that it can break out your skin. We know all of these things, but that is the best way that the CDC recommends, right? These are scientists. These aren't just Nick and Rich saying, wear your mask. These are actual scientists that have hopefully done the the adequate research to to say that when you wear a mask it does limit the exposure that you have and the transmission of this disease and keep your six feet y'all you know what six feet look like that's real like you should just want that anyway 
You shouldn't want random strangers all up in your space. That's real. And we had a whole episode about how this pandemic is taking out black families. And if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to go back into the archives and listen to it because it's real. You're listening to the Naked Proverbs podcast with Rich and Nick Scott. If you like what you're hearing, show your support by becoming a patron. All of our patrons receive exclusive benefits like behind the scenes content, access to bonus audio and Naked Proverbs merchandise. To learn more and to become a patron, visit the Naked Proverbs Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Naked Proverbs. So today we're going to share seven different ways that you can stay connected to your children. And no, we're not talking about your toddler or your middle school, even your high schooler necessarily, but more of your children as they age and they begin to have their own lives and they may move out or your adult children because unfortunately in our community, take a quick pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> there is this belief that the child is responsible for maintaining that relationship between parent and child because they're the child and y'all may not want to hear it, but that is not the way it's supposed to be. Like there is no other relationship in your life where you're like, well, it's your responsibility to call me. It's your responsibility to reach out to me. It's your responsibility to do everything to maintain this relationship. And I'm just here if you need me. So I think that this is a very important episode, especially as we even have children that are starting to, you know, have their own lives and age out and move on and move up. I think your intro was a very good, a very good what? It was very good. I don't know what you're trying to say. It was very good. You had a very good (laughs) intro and it set me up for my very first tip that I want to give. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense now. (laughs) And that is to lead by example. And I, I feel like parents, at least in my experience and what I've observed, that parents believe that relationships just happen. And if you aren't nurturing a relationship with your child while they're in the house, it's going to be very hard to establish a relationship once they leave. So when I say lead by example, I mean exactly echoing what you just said. And that is to don't wait for your kids to reach out to you. Reach out to your kids like the phone works both ways. Text messages work both ways. FaceTime works both ways. It's not always the child's responsibility to reach out to you and to act like, oh, thank you, great father, great mother for being the greatness that you are. How about, oh, thank you, great child for being the greatness that you are. And this isn't to throw shade, but if some people are listening, they're going to feel like it was shade. Don't give no excuse about, well, I didn't know if you were at work. I didn't know if you were at school. I didn't know if you like, you know, what? I don't know those things about you either. Like, I don't know what you got going on today, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to call you. So instead of finding excuses why it should fall all on one person, just reach out. And it's like I tell, you know, my own family and friends and kids If you reach out and I can't talk because I'm in the middle of a business deal or something's going on, I'm not going to answer my phone. Just like with anyone else, I'll send you a quick message. Hey, I'm going to meet and get back to you soon. Is everything okay? But at the end of the day, don't find excuses as to why you can't be the person that's reaching out. And that's always why you expect them to reach out to you. I love the word excuses because we know what they say about excuses. There's tools of incompetent. And unless you're incompetent, 
I hope you ain't making a bunch of excuses as to why you can't reach out to your child. So like any relationship, and this kind of still, I think, is connected to our your very first point. Um, great relationships are built on communication, amongst other things. But communication is key. So to me, I think that is an important way to stay connected is make sure that you're communicating with your children. Right. And for us this year, we actually had scheduled family Zoom day. And it's serious. And every Sunday at a certain time, everybody had to get on their device and we all got to see each other, talk to each other, check in, see how everybody's week went. Uh, Because really, you know, when you do have, let's say, high schoolers or college age or older, these people have their own lives. So this can't be an everyday thing. I mean, it can be if that's the way that y'all work, but that may not work, right? Really, everybody can give up an hour once a week. Agreed. And that family Zoom time, for us, it's not a time to chastise our kids. It's not a time to be mama 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 and be you know start correcting and doing all of those things it's a time for us to get together to connect and to share about our week so number three yeah we're on number three what you got number three when they are around because we are talking about kids that are not necessarily in the house and I guess some of these can apply to kids that are in the house but when they are around show interest in something that they enjoy as parents sometimes we get so self-absorbed in thinking that our kids have to do everything that we like to do and what we say to do and be where we say to be but that's not the case like hopefully the goal as a parent your goal as a parent is to train your child to be independent of you Yes, and to have their own ideas, let them be free and to have their own hobbies and to have their own interests and likes. And since that's the case, because that's what we're doing, right? We're not making excuses, then show interest and do some of the things that your kids like to do, even if it pushes you out of your comfort zone. And, you know, and I'd like to kind of circle back around and I guess now it's going to be eight tips. <laughs> we always got a bonus. But, you know, earlier you talked about uh, leading by example and building a relationship that can transition. Right. And I think that for us, we've got some different things that we all enjoy doing. Uh, and oh, they're yeah. not always We're very big different. things or expensive things like we like to go have a fire on the back patio and make s'mores together. You know, and my kids, even as they've gotten older, they still like to do those simple things. Yeah. So to me, I think that that's something that is key is as much as you want to be a part of their interest, their interest may not include you. So make sure you have some foundational interest that you all kind of enjoy doing as well. That's good. All right. So it's actually back on me because that was just a bonus random. Right. Uh, Now, me, I have daughters, but I believe you can do this with sons. It doesn't matter if you have a son or a daughter, but send them random things in the mail. Right. If you have grown children that live in the same city as you out of state, it doesn't matter who does not like to get mail that is personal, a letter or a card, a card, a gift, a gift. I mean, you can send anything from anywhere. Right. So you can order those 
chocolate strawberries I love. Oh, share. Oh, never mind. We're not gonna tell you the name, no. okay? Because she ain't. They ain't giving me no. She did. She didn't sponsor <laughs> this this episode. But but I mean, you know, uh, something as simple as that, or like I said, write a letter, and it doesn't have to be this. Oh my God, you're the greatest child. It could just be like, Hey, how you been? Thinking you know, about you. been thinking about you. Hope Hang everything is going good. I mean, old school, you could send a little three cent postcard. Like, oh, it's yeah. really the thought that is what is connecting you. So just taking that moment. And of course, if you have kids in college, you can always send them a little cash and they'll be happy. Oh, but, yeah. You cash know. app is, for, is a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're on number five. Number five is to ease back on parenting. And I touched on it in my tip number one, but I think I'm going to dig into it a little bit more. Okay. And that is telling your kids what to do. At some point in your parenting journey, you have got to start to loosen the reins. You have got to stop directing every single thing that they do. You have to stop correcting every every single thing that, that they do. If you are the passenger in their car, Maybe you should abide by their rules. Unless they can't drive and they about to take you over that line like they ain't supposed to. Who was taking us over the line? Man, that oldest can't drive very well. She she drives she just hit, fine. She hit them corners at 80 when she the does. speed limit says 30. And then because she is lacking in skill, she's hitting more gas instead of slowing down. She drives. You ain't going to kill me while I'm sitting in the backseat. She seat. drives fast. But Slow I, down. I would challenge you, husband. <laughs> Right here on the podcast, <laughs> when the urge comes up Whatever. to say something, I ain't to trying fight to see Jesus because how I ain't else trying is to she see gonna... the ancestors? I ain't trying to see none of them today. You so are gonna slow see... down. She, slow you down. have to learn how to trust her in her decision making. It's not good though. They've shown me that they don't have great decision making when they were home. Right, still don't. So we're <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> off in college. She showed me she didn't have great decision making. I don't that i would i would disagree well and here's the thing young adults when you are a young adult you made all the right decisions all the right choices you were perfect oh see we forget how perfect i know my husband is don't forget i did not make all the right decisions and make all the right choices and if i was going to learn the way that i did sometimes you got to make mistakes well, you crashing off the cliff with me in the car Nobody is not a mistake. Off the cliff. Exactly, because I said slow down. It was at the end of your tip. My tip for a refresher, because I'm sure nobody remembers what lost. the tip was. I don't. The tip was number five for you to ease back on the parenting, Rich Scott. Okay. And stop telling them what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and correcting them. Allow okay. them to start to become adults. I mean, because we are talking about ways to stay connected, and that and that does, and that's that that's a good one. I mean, because I could see how you could disconnect. push your child away by trying to parent them when they're twenty, twenty five, <laughs> thirty, nineteen, eighteen. You know, so okay. Uh, I don't know what number I am, but you're number six, baby. Okay, well here's number six. If your child is out of state, this is something that I've seen uh, one of my really good buddies do. He's got two adult children uh, out of college, have careers. He will actually take time to go spend a weekend with them. I like that. In their environment. So they have gone to football games together. They've gone, you know, uh, we're trying to convince one of them to start playing golf so they can go play golf together. But, you know, it's just taking it out of your element 
of always, once again, you need to come home to see me. Mm. And you going saying, hey, you know what? I want to come see you where you are in at your, your home, in your environment. Yeah. And that's a great way to stay connected because unfortunately, I this is just a belief I have. Most children are going to be one way when they come home mm-hmm. and another way in their environment. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to be fully connected, you need to get some of all of that. And I, I love that you use your friend and their relationship with their children as an example, because a lot of these tips, a lot of my tips, I'm going to speak for myself, came right out of watching parents who have kids older than me and picking up on things that I was like, "Ooh, that's good. I'm going to put that in my little toolbox. So when my kids are older, I'm able to do that. And then, you know, on that same tip, if your child is local, you know, because we've been we keep talking about your child being out Out of of state state or kind of far away because we're out of state children, you know, and our oldest is pretty much an out-of-state child except yep. for when she comes home right and our youngest is you know her desire is to be an out-of-state child right right so but what about those children that are still local uh you can do some of these same things and i would say though be understanding that just because you're local doesn't mean you get to take all of your child's time because oh, yeah. the local child they have a life too you know like don't just overreach and think every friday we get together You know, my buddy is not like, well, hey, I'm coming once a month and this is our day that we have to because that's not connecting. That's, again, kind of controlling the situation. Right. So to me, I feel like even if your child is local, you still have to make sure you're giving them their space. But you also want to make sure you're staying connected. So reach out and say, hey, you know what? When can we go out on a daddy daughter date again? You know, I know you got your boyfriends and things. You got your friends. But. You know, let's let's still get it get in. on their calendar. Right. Get on their calendar. Exactly. Because they have one, too. And you should be filling yours up, doggone it. Quit <laughs> thinking your kids need to rule your entire life. Always tell them how you really feel. I'm just saying. <laughs> and number seven, lucky number seven, as your kids grow older, a very good way to stay connected with them is to transition from the do as I say parent to the coaching parent. And what I mean by that is we know good coaches. Tony Dungy is noted widely as one of the greatest football coaches. Andy Reid as well. I don't know who that is. I know who Tony Dungy is. He's the coach of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl reigning champions. No. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning Super Bowl champs. Oh. I wasn't talking about, you know, my fraternity brother that coaches for, you know. The other team? Yeah. (laughs) Pittsburgh. I wasn't, wasn't talking about him. I thought this was your Kappa shout out moment. No, it was my moment to remind y'all who the Super Bowl champions are. The reigning Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, NFL champions, y'all better recognize. But Tony Dungy is, I don't know this other dude, but Tony Dungy is noted and recognized as one of the greatest NFL coaches of all times, right? And as a coach, it was his job to see potential in his players and to bring it out. And I would say as your children get older, it's your job as a parent to start to be a coach, to challenge your your children to push beyond their comfort zone, to see those opportunities that they don't necessarily see and help them bring it into fruition instead of being the parent 
who's going to parent the same way that you parented at age five or 15 or 16. When they're young adults, you you definitely have to allow them to make their own decisions, but be there to guide and to coach as to tell them what to do. And accept the fact that you might guide and coach and they might go a different direction. And they might go a different direction. Like they are people just like you. They're just younger and they're going to make their choices and make their decisions. And I think something that's helped me is sometimes remembering that I used to be 18, 19, 20. Even when our oldest came home for a quick break um, and we talked about grades and I had to actually step back instead of being the parent that was like, oh, my God, I'm spending all this money. and You're not doing what you need to be doing. Get on board. Do what I want. And think back to, oh, that's right. I dropped out of college my first semester. Like the first all the time. way out. Like why? Because I was struggling and I didn't feel that I had a support system to have this conversation. So to me, that's part of that parenting as well and being able to stay connected. Because after that, whenever I would ask, hey, how are the grades going? It was like, oh, it was just a conversation. It wasn't a get on the defense. It wasn't uh, an avoiding thing because... Her experience she was, was like, oh, he's not about to act like when I was in middle school and high school. Yeah. He's literally just asking how I'm doing to see if he can help me provide any support. Like he's not getting on me about doing it the way he thinks it needs to be done. And I think that's a huge tip as your children are starting to try to find their independence. You have to actually allow them the opportunity to make some mistakes and to stumble a little bit. But know that it's okay because I'm still here. I still love you. I'm still going to support you because that right there can have long term impact on your relationship. I think it's important for parents to understand that our job when they're young adults is different and our children should understand and hopefully our own children understand that this is a team like the Scots, we're a team. And as a team, we are all invested in each other's success. It's not, oh, you're in college and you're in Louisiana. So you're on your own. Good luck. Yeah. If you're struggling with your grades, it is up to the team to develop a strategy, how to overcome that obstacle of grades. It's not team like to for one person to be struggling in an area and for the rest of the team to come down on that person. It's, or to ignore that person yeah. or to, you know, I mean, it, it really does come down to if you want to see your family unit have success, then you have to be a family unit that works towards that collectively. Because the truth of the matter is the way that your children are being parented as young children, as teenagers and as young adults is likely the way that your grandchildren are going to be parented. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Naked Proverbs podcast. We truly want you to have a happy marriage. We want you to thrive in your marriages and indulge in your spouses on a regular basis. Don't forget to follow the Naked Proverbs on whatever podcasting platform you listen on. And we will talk to y'all in the next one. Peace.